get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Hello there, this is the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio and I welcome you to it. My name is Sandra Asante. Top Stories. 180 UJ students have petition management over their missing names in the final graduation list. China set to appoint a special envoy for the Horn of Africa. Also, Kenyan MP Fatuma Jedi has been suspended from Parliament for distributing sweets during contentious debate. This and more stories coming up after the break. Stay tuned. This is Sanjo Asante, the host with the modest. Join me every Monday to Friday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. GMT for latest news in Ghana and across the world. This will be followed by Sported Beat, Showbiz News, and Music Countdown. I also interview guests on the show and promises to be a great show. Don't forget, you can also listen by visiting our website or why don't you take us in your pocket by downloading the Ghana Talks Radio app via Apple, iOS, and Play Store. Ghana Talks Radio, giving the youth a voice. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation. You're most welcome back from the break to a very first story. A total of 180 expected graduates from the Political Science Department of the University of Ghana have petitioned the management of the university over the alleged non-inclusion of their names in the final list of graduates. In a joint petition signed by the aggrieved students, they urge the per the regulations of the University of Ghana. All 180 of them have satisfied the requirement for graduation and thus they do not understand why their names have not been included in the final graduation list purchased and published by the university. According to the concerned students, upon realizing their missing names, they contacted the heads of the respective heads to all no avail. This, they say, has thrown them into a lot of anxiety as they have become unsure of their fate. The aggrieved students are therefore calling on authorities of the university to promptly address their concerns. In this regard, they want the academic directorate to include all completing students who have fulfilled all the academic and financial obligations required to graduate by the university regulations as part of the published list of completing students to graduate next week, that is January 2022 graduation. The Civil and Local Government Staff Association of Ghana Closac is demanding an immediate review of how salaries are administered in the public sector. Speaking after the government announced a 7% pay rise for public sector workers, Executive Secretary of the Association, Dr. Isaac Bampo-Ado observes that there is a huge disparity in the amount different classes of public sectors are paid. He described the system as an apartheid one and is calling for an urgent review of the single span salary structure. This is what he has to say. Well, to us as Glossack, the issue is transparency. You know, this apartheid system of salary administration in the public services must give way to scientific Ghana Talks Radio.
piece of expenditure. Revenue is not false. Every year, Ghana Revenue Authority will tell us that they have exceeded their targets. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking in the nation. Meanwhile, Deputy Employment and Labor Relations Minister Bright Rakobrabi says the 7% was agreed on between the government and organized labor at the tripartite. He says the agitation by some unions against the 7% salary increment is unfounded. In principle, it appears everybody is talking about the, the high cost of living and therefore salary adjustments and so on. But this is Ghana Talks Radio. What I see in the submission of almost all your earlier speakers is, is the fact that they are aware that these things are determined by law. In 2021, we had opportunity to do this, to fulfill an obligation and to meet what the law demands, which we did. So for this year, we have 7%, which has been the basis for even the determination and putting all figures in the budget and so on. If for any reason people are calling for a, a, an adjustment or something, there's a body that looks at this. It is not done unilaterally by government alone. It is done by, you know, the, the, the joint Still on local stories, the Ghana Statistical Service GSS has commenced the annual household and income expenditure survey AHIES 2022 for selected households in the country. The survey was launched following a two days virtual and 17 days face to face training of 280 field officers. The annual households and income expenditure survey AHIES 2022 has the main objective of obtaining data to estimate quarterly an annual household final consumption expenditure to support the compilation of gross domestic product GDP. Outcomes from the exercise includes the rebasing of the GDP, the generation of data to support monitoring of targets under 12 out of the 17 sustainable development goals and the continuous provision of indicators on the welfare of persons in Ghana. To our next story, the Education Minister has cut sword for the construction of the first science, technology, engineering and mathematics, that is the STEM school in the country located in Sewa in the Bosomtri district of the Ashanti region. It is the first of 35 schools approved by the national budget to be constructed across the country. Called the lower and the upper secondary school, it will focus on STEM education to create and produce a lot of engineers and problem solvers. The STEM school will be equipped with many laboratories, physics, chemistry, biology, computer, robotics, and geography labs. Ghana Talks Radio. Minister Dr. Yao Adutrim says work will start on nine of such facilities this year, whilst the next two years will see the rest constructed. The focus is clear that Ghana's education should be transformed to play its rightful role in the socio-economic transformation of the country. But in order for that to happen, we need to devote resources for STEM schools. Well, this is the first one we are cutting short for. And then in addition to this, there are a number of them across the country. STEM education is going to transform our socio-economic fortune. But one of the things I've seen is that there's a difference between building the facility 
authorities and get from it. And that is why I have committed to sponsor 100 engineering students. Last year I did 30 of them. This year I'm doing 70 of them. And they will be at a number of universities across the country. I want to have 100 solid engineers graduating from our universities within the next four to five years. So I want Busonche to have the highest per capita engineers in the country. So that's my one project. But these schools are going to create a pipeline for the future engineers of Busonche. This is Ghana Top Studio, the best station rocking the nation. The resident engineer also revealed that the first phase of the project, which is supposed to be done in 10 months starting this January, constitutes a completed multi-story auditorium with its kitchen and a dining hall, a three-story classroom block and two dormitories as well as a staff flat. Been equipped with a lot of laboratories. We have the physics, the chemistry, the biology, the computer, the robotics, and then the geography labs. The first phase is supposed to be a 10-month uh, project, which starts this January. By then, we should have uh, completed the multi-story auditorium with this kitchen and dining hall. We should have completed the three-story classroom block. We should have completed two dormitories. And we should have completed the staff. The traditional authorities express excitement and positivity about the impact of this project and are expecting that this will ensure the economic growth of the people and the other communities. This is Ghana Talks Radio. The best station rock in the nation. Members of the College of Education Teachers Association of Ghana CTAC will today lay down their working tools indefinitely. This initiative taken was after an emergency National Council meeting on 4th of January 2022 to protest the unfavorable working conditions faced by CTAC. Academic activities on 46 campuses of the Colleges of Education are expected to come to a complete halt due to this decision. According to the association in a press release dated 5th January, January 2022, CTAC and government signed a memorandum of understanding MOU on September 24th, 2021, after reaching agreement on 17 to 2020 conditions of service for members of the association. The statement added that the effective date of the implementation of January 1st, 2021, while payment of associated arrears of nine months was to be paid in October, November, Ghana December, Talks Radio. but due to inability to fulfill it part the decision to embark on strike before the Thursday strike action the colleges of education teachers association of Ghana threatened to withdraw their services in December last year due to the four I mentioned challenges if you just join us you're listening to the afternoon news on Ghana talks radio away from the local stories some business stories and a 200-acre rice farm at Jiba, a notable farming community in the Kentampo North Municipality of the Bono East region, has been burnt completely. Reports confirmed that incident, which occurred two days before Christmas when the produce was ready for harvest. Owners of the farm 
Tikuni Alhassan and Kwame Dita, resident of Ata Akura and Kentampo respectively, in an interview, he narrated how his brother ran for his life after an attempted failure to control the fire, which he said started somewhere outside their rice farm, adding that there was nothing they could do to control it considering the intensity of the blaze. <laughs> Ghana Talks Radio, number one. The Kintampo North Municipal Chief Executive MCE, Honorable Isaac Bafo Ameyao, and Abuno East Regional Minister, Honorable Kasi Adujan, on Wednesday, 5th January 2022, visited the farm to ascertain the extent of damage caused and also to console the victims. The MCE and the minister in the company of police and others used the opportunity to sympathize with the two farmers and assure them of the government's support. They also assure the victims that a committee will investigate to ascertain the cost of the fire to ensure that anyone found capable will be dealt with accordingly. Uh, we have last year went through uh, most of the rice valleys to look at the kind of farming that uh, people are embarking on uh, with the hope that this year uh, during the harvest you know, we will be able to have enough harvest to reduce importation of the rice therefore in this year. But as you can see, uh, most of the rice fields that are developed by our families are being destroyed by bushfire. You know, uh, as we started coming, today we decided to take it to Ghana Talks Radio. The kind of destruction, the extent of destruction that has really a lot of problems for our families. And this we look at it as a, as a security threat, as a threat to food security. Today, the principal of the Tampono and the director of the grade of the Tampono decided to uh, take this talk to investigate and also to find out what the real problems are and how to find This is Ghana Talks Radio. The best station rocking in the nation. To a nest business story, the Social Security and National Insurance Trust Net has extended the deadline for members of the scheme to merge the SNED and NIA numbers, personal ID numbers, with their Ghana cards from 31st of December 2021 to 30th of June 2022. Members who are yet to register for their Ghana card are entreated to do so in order to merge the SNED and NIA numbers before 30th of June 2022. According to SNED, from 1st July 2022, the Ghana card will be the only identification recognized by the trust. The trust added that employers are to note that they will be required to use only the NIA numbers of their workers to process contribution reports and make payment. 
On the international front, a Kenyan MP was on Wednesday suspended from Parliament for one day for distributing sweet to colleagues during the contentious debate. Fatou Majedi said the sugar levels of members has gone down after the day-long session. She has been accused of colleague Indindi Inyoro for distributing money as bribes in the floor of the house. Mr. Inyoro was asked to substantiate his bribery allegations and was suspended for two days after he failed to do so. Ms. Jedi was suspended for a day for breaking house rules on conduct by distributing foodstuffs in parliament. The MP passed several amendments to the law on political parties ahead of this New Year's general election. China will appoint a special envoy for the Horn of Africa to help tackle security challenges in the region. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Ji made the announcement on Thursday during a press conference in Kenyan city Mombasa. We will continue to play even bigger role for peace and stability in the region, Mr. Wang said. The minister is on tour of three countries in the eastern Africa, will begin in Eritrea and concludes in the Indian Ocean island of Comoros. On Wednesday, he condemned sanctions imposed on Eritrea, which has long been regarded as a barrier by Western powers. The U.S. imposed sanctions on Eritrea last year over its involvement in Ethiopia's conflict. The Chinese minister's visit by the U.S. Special Envoy to the Horn of Africa, Jeffrey Feltman, who is due to arrive in Ethiopia on Thursday to discuss the 14-month civil war in the northern part of the country. We wrap it up with some entertainment stories and the tree that is new to science has been named after Leonardo DiCaprio. Scientists at the Royal Botanic Gardens Kew says they wanted to honor the staff for his help in saving a rainforest in Logan. The tree, which has been given the official name Uvarob sees DiCaprio grows only in the Cameroon forest known for its incredible biodiversity. This is where I draw the curtains on the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you so much for tuning into it. You can log on to our website www.ghanatalksradio for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the sported bit. Have a great afternoon. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. GTR's pause. GTR's pause. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium. What a stadium. You're welcome to the Sport Debate on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sanjoa Asante. So COVID-19 Omicron variant is still in the air. And Perp Guardiola has tested positive for it. And ahead of the AFCON 2021, the Gabon's captain, I'm talking of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, has also tested positive just four days before the AFCON. And not forgetting that... Tennis player Novak, yes, Djokovic is also dealing with, you know, his exemption um, vaccination issues in Australia. And he has been detained. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back after the break with more stories for you. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! 
tuning to GTR. What a stadium! What a stadium! You're welcome back from the break. So, Man City, yes, Manchester City confirmed Guardiola has been tested positive for COVID-19 and will miss the next FA Cup match. So, the City manager recorded a positive test, uh, you know, along with assistant Juma Lilo. Both are now isolating along with a number of other positive cases within the first team bumble, Man City confirmed. So, the club now have 14 backroom staff and seven first team players isolating due to COVID-19. Earlier today, Burnley revealed that manager uh, Siandice will miss the attire at home to Huddersfield Town after he tested positive for COVID-19. Barcelona feels Mandambella is wearing towards exiting the club with someone with such a you know, checkered past with injuries. Juan Laporta and the rest of the Blograna, Heriki are perhaps entitled to be surprised that Dembele hasn't already moved to secure his future. I think they don't have money, so him moving is not that a big deal. But the fact that he hadn't perhaps pointed to a bigger offer on the table elsewhere might also include the chunky signing on fee. So let's see what happened in the transfer windows regarding Osman Dembele. AC Milan can confirm that three players have tested positive for COVID-19 following tests carried out on the squad today. They join, you know, keep playing Tasarusanu and Samu Castello in self-isolation. Although the three new players have not been named, but, you know, Sky Sport Italia point out that tomorrow, Rongonoli and Galapia did not take part in today's training sessions and were not at the Mananello camp as well so you see how delicate the you know omicron is roaming in the world Donna so talks ericsson has detailed for the first time his harrowing memories when he suffered a cardiac arrest during the denmark's euro 2020 clash against finland on 12th of june last year so Danish TV Sports DRI uh, released clips from the former Tottenham and Inter Milan midfielder's first interview since the incident earlier this week. And Ericsson revealed that he wants to play at the Qatar World Cup later this year and insisting that he has no concerns of suffering another cardiac arrest after having an ICD uh, featured. So that's what he's saying. So the interview now has been released in full where Ericsson, who is looking for a new club this month, records in a vivid detail his memories from the fateful day. So, you know, he's also looking for a team to be signed. So if you are any team that you're looking forward to sign, Ericsson, uh, Christian, you can definitely get him on your team so inter milan have confirmed that the abongna clash will not be played today yes earlier today see we are abandoned clubs to postpone their matches so it's not happening today that's really quite bad but away from that manchester united need to sell cristiano ronaldo in the summer to allow other players to flourish. That is was former league striker Gabi Abonlaho is saying. So the Portuguese international returned to Old Trafford, I always say in the grand style in August, and has been the class top scorer this season with 14 in all competitions, 14 goals to be precise. And it has not been, you know, playing sailing and has he has faced criticisms for his failure to fit with the team's uh, present style and for having a detrimental impact on squad morale. So Gabi Ablalaho is saying that Manchester United need to sell Cristiano Ronaldo in the upcoming summer transfer window. So let's see what happens with the former Aston 
Villa star Amhao has now innovated on the debate, suggesting that they should look forward to that. I, I really think that what he's saying is that I might think, oh, it's really true or it is not. So let's see what happens in the transfer. So Mikel Naya, Dembele's former personal chef, told the Las Peresian that the Barcelona player abuses his free time and has friends who are a negative influence on him. Osman Dembele, who is facing uh, five weeks on the sidelines while he recovers from Armstrong's uh, surrounded by friends who have have negative influence on his lifestyle according to uh, Mikel Naya his former personal chef who was uh, fired by the player as were his three predecessors whatever it is if you can't keep quiet he's gonna fire you FIFA Best Men's Coach of 2021, three nominees has been revealed today. And Perp Guardiola is in there. Roberto Messini and Thomas Tuchel are the three best, you know, uh, men coach for 2021 nominations. So let's see who will be able to win it. What do you think about it? Who do you think will be winning this particular category? Send your message, uh, you know, on our social media platforms, Ghana Talks Radio. We are streaming live on Facebook as well. You can target out the answer and then I'll definitely read it out for you so when we had the Sergio Aguero you know untimely if I could put it that way retired we thought that that would be the end of hearing news from him but today the Manchester City legend has traveled to an exclusive resort in Uruguay for his first proper holiday since he retired yes and he didn't go just uh, by himself. The star went in a luxury villa with friends will say Ignacio near the Punta del Este, South America's jet set playground, where the likes of supermodel Naomi Campbell and Prince Albert of Monaco have seen in the New Year in previous years. And, you know, he went with uh, his partner, Sofia Gazzetti. That's really good because, you know, he has to experience some beautiful scenery in order to calm his nerves down so that he wouldn't know how hard it is to retire from what he loved so much football. So Florentino striker Dusan Vlahovic is reportedly set to turn down the chance to sign from Arsenal. The Serbian has become one of the hottest properties in world football recently thanks to his consistent performances for the Serie A side. So according to the mayor, Dusan Vlahovic is set to snap interest from Arsenal and is holding out for a more ambitious project that is what he is opting for. So we look forward to that. That's his decision. We definitely support him on that. So Chelsea have reportedly made an approach for Barcelona fullback Sergino Death, who is out of uh, favor at the Camp is keen to bluster his options on the right hand side of defense, while Caesar has been Guetta out of the contract at Stamford Bridge at the end of the campaign. So, you know, with January transfer windows now open. Tottenham and Arsenal are looking to strengthen their squads in a bid to finish the Premier League's top four and among their top targets is Brighton at Tariq Lamte. So the former Chelsea defender is excelled since, you know, moving to South Coast with his performances have not gone unnoticed by some of the division's elite clubs. So the, these two teams as in Tottenham are looking forward to Sun Brighton's Tariq Lamte in the transfer windows. Steven Gerrard, yes, is on the news today and says he can understand why so many clubs are after special Felipe Cotino but will not be drawn on Aston Villa's interest. So Villa 
are one of the six English clubs in the race to sign the Barcelona midfielder. Yes, you heard me right. Six different uh, English clubs looking forward to sign this impeccable player. So with Coutinho King to return to the Premier League and expected to make a decision on his future before this weekend. But Gerard, who regards Coutinho as a friend after their first time together at Liverpool as teammate, did not want to add to speculations, but was full of praise for the 29-year-old at today's new uh, conference. So that's what Steven Gerrard is saying that he's looking forward for the team to sign Felipe Coutinho but not Aston Villa. Away from that a man who sent racist abuse to former Crystal Palace winger Yannick Bolasi and was then found to have image of a child abuse. Today. So Kirk Thompson was handed a year long prison term at the Karkadi Sharif court in FIFA on a Thursday today by Sharif Alasbert Brown who said the 22-year-old poses a risk of significant harm. So Thompson was exposed on social media by a 32-year-old D.R. Kogo International who shared a screenshot of the racial slur sent to him in a direct message in March last year. It is good. They should be punishing them for this kind of, uh, you know, disgusting attitudes in terms of racially abusing footballers and everybody around the world. So Manchester United have confirmed that executive vice chairman Ed Woodward is to leave his position on February 1st with Richard Arnold stepping up as chief executive officer. So the sad changes behind the scenes have been on the cards for some time, you know, with the Red Devils looking to freshen things up and off of the field following the decision to appoint Ralph Rangnick as interim success to Ole Gunnar Sokshir in the managerial department. So that's what they are saying that Ed Woodward will be stepping down on 1st of February 2022. Chelsea could be forced to play 13 games in the just six weeks due to the chaotic nature of the top flight shadow following the winter break. But Premier League fixtures across the UK have been postponed due to the rising numbers of COVID cases among the clubs. So therefore, the games are having to be rearranged into what is already described as hectic schedules. The addition of these Premier League fixtures alongside Carabao Cup, FA Cup and European knockout games could see teams as Chelsea suffer. It's really bad that, you know, this particular COVID is halting a lot of movement in sport, but we hope to see better days ahead. So, still on the sports stories, and uh, Mohamed Salah, you know, AFCON 2021 uh, is still ongoing. It's going to happen in some few days, four days to be precise. And Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mani, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, and Thomas Tepati will be among the stars to show at the 20. 21 African Cup of Nation with the latest installment of a prestigious competition due to get underway on 9th of January 2022. But the tournament had initially been scheduled for the summer of 2021 before being moved to January of that year. But problems caused by the global COVID-19 pandemic mean that it has been shifted for the second time. So we're looking forward to seeing, you know, most of our favorite players being there for us to make the team boost and put us on the table. So with AFCO now just days away and some of the world's biggest names 
touching down in Cameroon for the tournament. Excitement is really building for the fans, the country as a whole. So the likes of Mohamed Salah, Riyad Mahrez, and Sadio Mane are all set to light up the tournament with Senegal, the current favorite to lift the trophy in February. So let's see what will be happening in some few days to come. So away from that, Thomas Tucci heaped the praise on Romelu Lukaku for overcoming the pressure and adversity for his interview controversy to impress in Chelsea's two goals to nil win over Tottenham yesterday. So Lukaku was making his first blues out and since expressing his unhappiness at the club and flirting with former side Inter Milan in an exclusive interview of Scott Igli last week. And Thomas Tuchel, the manager, is really, really pleased with Romelu Lukaku's performance yesterday. So that's how it is happening today. Milan will be meeting with Roma at 5.30 p.m. and Juventus will be taking Napoli at 7.45 p.m. as such so if you just join us you're listening to the sport set bits and watching it as well on facebook live on ghana talks radio yesterday i told you that you know uh the international friendlies ghana was set to meet algeria yesterday and they really disappointed the fans the populace as a whole because they were thrashed three goals to nail it was really really disheartening for us we'll be speaking with one of our pundits very soon on that particular stories and more so before we do that um Gabon's captain, I'm talking of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, has tested positive for COVID-19 just four days before his country's first game at the African Cup of Nations. Aubameyang and nice midfielder Mario Lemena returned positive, you know, lateral flu test on arrival at Ayuande's airport in Cameroon. It's really, really bad because we were looking for the his performance in the African upcoming just four days towards, and it's really bad. So Gabon will play the opening Group C match against Cosmos on Monday with their second group game against Ghana on Friday, 14th of January. Host Cameroon play in the first game of the Nations Cup against Burkina Faso on Sunday, 16 GMT. So let's see on that. So away from the soccer stories now, Djokovic, yes, was held at Melbourne Airport for several hours before border officials announced that he had failed to provide appropriate evidence for entry and will be deported. You just heard it right, deported. How can a celebrity be deported? But if you don't follow the rules, that's what happens. Australian Open organizers said the Serbian's medical exemption has been granted by two independent medical panels organized by Tennis Australia and Victoria State, but the basis for the exemption has not been disclosed yet. So now, the country's Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, denied Djokovic was being signaled out and said no one was above the country's rules. So that's really, really bad for tennis player Novak Djokovic. So we'll be speaking to Aziko. Uh, good afternoon, Aziko. If you can hear me, you are welcome to the Sport Tidbit on Ghana Talks Radio. Yeah, good afternoon, uh, Sandra. Are you shocked or you are still okay from uh, yesterday's match? That's what I'm hitting you with. Uh, three goals to nil against Ghana. How do you see the game yesterday? Oh, you know, I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not shocked. And uh, looking at the strength of the Algerian side going to that particular game, Yes. Um, let's not forget that this is a team that against all odds, they just won the Arabian Cup. Okay. And then also they are returning champions of the African Cup of Nations. So that particular tournament, 
two years ago. They've never tasted uh, mm -hmm. what is defeat in association football going okay. into that game. Mm -hmm. And any team to call to cause any upset is definitely not a black stars of Ghana. With all due respect, mm -hmm. uh, the kind of football they play, their players both domestically and then also uh, playing uh, at the foreign front. When you take them player to player compared to what you have, mm -hmm. and also towards the technical. Uh, uh, Department of the various teams, you realize that uh, footballing day on any day, as far as current investment is concerned, okay. Ghana comes nowhere close uh, to even get a draw against uh, that is uh, the Algerians. Various betting sites giving uh, one CD 80 percent, one CD 90 percent to Algeria, while uh, to win, while they were giving the Black Stars seven CDs. Cities, it tells you that this is it will take a miracle for that to happen. Yeah. Just like Bekum Arsenal playing against uh, Real Madrid or Manchester City. <laughs> that was the game that we saw yesterday. I was not surprised that the goals didn't come more than uh, twice in the I mean, more, more than thrice okay. in, in the first half. I expected three in the first half and maybe two in the second half, but hey. all the same. Um, yeah, it was it was still okay. okay. Um, they have about two days to work on that and yeah. if they are able to work on uh the right plans especially the the, the, the right back especially mm -hmm. it means that ghana will face uh a lot of uh disgrace come monday against the moroccan side but it's still hope because jojo walakot is currently the safest pair of hands the two rules were imposed yesterday mm -hmm. they were just trying them to see who will be the second choice goalkeeper okay. and then also the likes of Andre Di Ayu, Mubarakasu, and then the big boys who were not featured yesterday. Okay. I believe so well that when they come to the party there on Monday, I believe that, that may, uh, maybe the Blasters can secure a draw. Okay, so you know they they, they were they were poorly performing at the beginning, and the Algerian really did dominate the matches. What do you think they should learn from these particular matches for the upcoming ones? All they need to know is that the Algerians are not playing a very different football from the Moroccans. Okay. And then uh, yesterday I told you that they are, they are all North African side who play about they are 90% of their football is uh, the same. And this is a speed game. This is a time you will need a player like Thomas Tay Party mm -hmm. to hold the, to hold the midfield. Talks Radio, number one. I mean, it's going to affect their formation. And okay. then also, they want to operate at their flanks, which means that your left back and your right back should be, there should not be room for mistakes. Therefore, especially at the right side, yesterday we saw mm -hmm. that all the goals that uh, were scored, mm -hmm. whereas most of the operations came from the uh, right uh, side, yeah, which right means time. whoever is playing our right wing and then the right uh, mm -hmm. back, I think they will have to uh, be a tough person. Right. Unfortunately, uh, playing uh, that is Daniel Amati on that side wasn't mm -hmm. his regular position. Though sometimes they play them, they play him there at uh, Leicester City. Mm -hmm. But then you ask who is up front for uh, Amati at Leicester City. We have the same ability. Yes. When it comes to Black Star, mm -hmm. definitely mm -hmm. no. And therefore, Amati will go and recovery becomes difficult. Okay. And that is why uh, things went that way. Okay. So going forward, the Blasters will have to work on their flanks and make sure that they're able to solidify that. Okay. And that's the only antidote because the North Africans, 
do not uh, operate from the middle of the of the pitch. They okay. operate from the flanks. They get you on the counter. They get you on the set pieces, and there you go. They mess you up. Okay. Um. I think are we hoping to see you know great uh changes in that for the upcoming matches. So. I would like us to shift from soccer a little bit and talk about uh, tennis player Novak Djokovic's issue with, uh, you know, detention and vaccine exemptions in Australia. What do you think will be, you know, negatively effective on the Melbourne Games if this particular uh, on vaccination issue is not solved? Good. When it comes to uh, uh, that is uh, world uh, tennis, is the world uh, number, one, number one, and therefore uh, he commands a lot of uh, fans, he commands a lot of spectators, and then also a lot of businesses mm -hmm. for uh, that is the tennis uh, world. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, canceling this particular trip earlier, I mentioned that Australia was also hardly hit by COVID 19, yes, and therefore, greatly. they are very strict on the fact that mm -hmm. uh, they want everyone who enters the country should yeah. be one that is uh, vaccinated. Mm -hmm. However, some individuals have their issues with this vaccination. And so Novak Djokovic happens to be one. After a series of meetings, they understood that business-wise, it will be unprofitable for the most popular uh, tennis, uh, tennis uh, tournament as far as the Australian Open is concerned. Mm -hmm. And so um, they have just omitted uh, uh, that particular clause mm -hmm. as far as he is concerned and therefore allow him to come and participate. Fast forward, they have, uh, they have basically uh, cancelled that particular um, uh, visa yeah. for, for, for the player. And I tell you that it's really going to affect the Australian Open. It's really going to affect that. Because a lot, of, like a lot of fans play. looking forward to his performance at that particular event. And he being the number one also, you know, it's it's quite delicate for that to happen to him. And they are, they are saying they are, they are looking forward to decide on his deportation on Monday as well. So I think it's very serious, you know, if we, we don't take care, maybe there might be a reshutting postponement of whatever, or he might not be participating as well. Yes, the tournament organizers know the impact of this particular uh, uh, decision. Okay. And therefore, a lot of businesses will be withdrawing. Uh, yeah. Um, yes, a lot of uh, fans who already had a plan of traveling, mm -hmm. most of them will also start withdrawing. It's just like um, going to play uh, World Cup, like uh, football, uh, as far as football is concerned. Mm -hmm. You will play World Cup. You don't see. Spain, you don't see Belgium, you don't see France, you don't see Germany, yeah. I mean, you don't see Brazil, you don't see, I don't see Argentina. You cannot go and watch Comoros versus Black Stars. You understand? That yeah, is the standard we have uh, as far as this okay. particular tournament is concerned. Okay. And so uh, I believe so well that uh, the tournament organizers will really have to sit with the Australian uh, authorities to know okay. how they will be able to exempt this tennis star. Yes, okay. I believe that there could be other means to, 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 to solve this issue. Yes. They, yes. they should let him run test before coming. Mm -hmm. When he arrives, yes. they should let him run test. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. And then in the course of the tournament, they let him continue to run test okay. until the tournament is over. It could be, it could be better. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, vaccinating this particular player is going to affect his uh, system in a way that may even end his tennis career. Okay. And that is the reason why he's shunning 
the uh, the vaccination. Okay. So understand all these differences and then uh, know what to do. And if this is not able to resolve, mm-hmm. going forward, the Australian Open is really going to lose its market. A lot, a lot and of market, it, yes. Uh, yeah. The, the kind of authority it commands okay. it's going to lose its market share and that particular authority, right. which means that going forward, uh, whenever there's Australian Open, the hype, the name, the prestige, and the luxury attached to the Australian Open, it's not going to be as it was in the past. Okay, okay. Thank you so much for your thoughts. Thank you too for joining us on the Sported Bet on Ghana Talks Radio. So that was Aziko, one of our pandects, and he's saying that if they don't take care to solve this exemption vaccination saga, it will really affect the Australian Opens in Melbourne. So still on Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal says that he feels sorry for Novak Djokovic after he was denied entry to Australia, but added that the world number one could be playing without a problem if he had wanted to and Djokovic was due to defend his Australian Open title, but you know he had his visa revoked on arrival in Melbourne. That's why I really, really uh, delicate and bad because we are looking forward for a number one uh, tennis player to perform to participate in the Melbourne. But it's not happening. So this is what Rafael Nadal had to explain concerning Djokovic issue. He makes his own decisions, and everybody. Uh, is uh, free to take uh, their own decisions, but then um, there are some some consequences now. And uh, of course, of course, I I don't like the the situation that uh, is happening. Uh, in some way, I I feel uh, sorry for him, but at the same time, um, he know he knew the conditions since uh, a lot of months ago. So makes his own decision. I went through the COVID. I, I have been uh, vaccinated twice. Uh, and if if you do this, uh, you don't have any problem to, to play here. And uh, that's the only clear thing. The world, uh, in my opinion, uh, uh, have been suffering enough to not follow the rules. So yes, that's what Rafael Nadal had to express that, you know, it's a decision on part of Novak Djokovic to choose what he wants to do. If you've forgotten about it, the Melbourne uh, Australian Open is happening on the 17th of January 2022. We hope they'll be able to fix this issue before it starts. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching as well on Facebook Live, the Sported Bet on Ghana Talks Radio. Stay tuned for the Trading Heads Countdown. My name is Sandra Asante. I'll be back soon. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation. GhanaTalksRadio.com. Listen live. Listen live. Listen live. I love, I love, love, love. We love your station. It's great. Listen here. Listen here. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GGR. Ghana Talks Radio. <laughs> kitty, kitty, let's go. I 
You know sloppy cook. You the guy when you was that. Twenty out three. Oh yeah, if I hear, you know the cry. If I hear, oh yeah, if I hear, say you the cry. If I hear, this love you know be my force. If you know like make you divorce. Santa Rihanna is saying that being your girl, there is a beautiful news, and we are going straight to entertainment storage for the day. And Rihanna's bay, I'm talking of ASAP Rocky, reportedly cannot imagine his life without her, and it's just a matter of time before he pops the question. So sources close to the Hollywood Life outlet recently brought this claim to light and we love the shine of the light so they admitted that the duo have been thinking about the next stage of the relationship since 2020 after the lifelong tally as friends so the insider was also quoted as saying that and i quote the matter of time before asap rocky proposes Rocky absolutely feels that Rihanna is the perfect person for him and he can't imagine his life without her. Mm, the 90s bad girl. I love this story. It's exciting and it's really, really cool to hear. Congratulations going out to Rihanna because I know it's going to be very soon. 
maybe in February, Valentine's, you might never know, maybe end of January, we look forward to that particular event. So actress Amber Heard was recently seen driving what is believed to be the Tesla that business magnate Elon Musk gave her while they were dating. So shortly after marriage to Pirates of the Caribbean, Dr. Johnny Depp ended in 2017. Amber Heard and the SpaceX CEO's relationship came to the public eyes before they call it quit. Musk reportedly gave her a black Tesla Model S as a gift. And she recently seen driving it and the actress was spotted out and about recently, you know, in Los Angeles running errand in that car. It is what it is. What a creating or not creating or old gift or whatever. It's still her gift anyway, guys. Let her breathe. So Netflix latest star start flake. I'm talking of Don't Look Up is clocking in record-breaking views on streaming platforms. Per variety. The Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence star recorded more than 150 million hours in streaming during its second week of release, making it the most viewed English language film on Netflix. So you get what I'm saying? That the fans of movies, you know, the exciting fans of movies are really dying out and watching it, eating every time. So director Dan Mackey turned to Twitter to react to the record-breaking numbers, tweeting that I am straight up flabbergasted by this of course it is really flabbergasted because they are reaching 150 million hours in streaming it is amazing so don't look up which features an impressive ensemble cast including Meryl Streep, John McHale, Kate Blanchlett and Timothy Tamalet among others locked in 111 plus a million hours in its first week of release so we are loving it already so the film was first, uh, you know, released in theaters on December 10th before debuting on Netflix on 24th of December. So just two weeks and it's really clocking greatly. So Chloe Kardashian has reportedly been finding it hard to accept the result of Tristan Thompson's paternity suit. Yeah, so sources close to E! News brought this claim to light and started off by admitting that the reality TV star is still finding it hard to accept reality. It's not easy because... This Tristan Thompson, oh, someone might say he's a wise of war. But the insider also uh, was quoted saying that she is still very upset and it's been hard for her to accept this. After everything they have been through, he was still saying that one thing and doing the other. And she knows she deserves so much better, of course. So I told you yesterday that she is saying that she's looking up to great stuff uh, in 2022. That will be something that will focus on her happiness only and we support and the fans are really showing support and love for Chloe Kardashian. The prestigious Sudan's Film Festival was set to begin on the 20th of January 2022 in Park City, Utah. Announced it was shifting all of its premieres and event online, a move it deemed necessary amid the fresh wave of the Omicron variant of COVID-19. So the wave that began in December has crossed running at nearly 500,000 a day in the United States according to the latest CDC figures with new hospitalization also rising though members of new dead have you know remained largely flat likely due to you know in part of the vaccine availability so they are saying that they are shifting all premiers event online so let's see what will happen so britney spears admitted that among many other life's pleasures she didn't drink wine for 13 years during her conservatorship so 13 year conservatorship 
13th of the one. That's, you know, a tally there. So taken to Instagram, the taxi singer wrote a lengthy note and she addressed criticisms on dancing to Madonna's music. And she wrote that and I called, I am sure it looks weird me dancing at Madonna so much. I see it and it's like, not, I'm not trying as much like I'm indulging. Well, that's exactly what her music does to me. So the criminal song maker also added that. I mean, I had my first glass of wine last week. I've waited 13 years. That's long enough. I know most people can wait for 30 years to take wine or whatever in the alcoholic drink, but she said she waited for 13 good years to take a wine. So Victoria and David Beckham, eldest son, Brooklyn Beckham recently said tongues widen after calling his fiancée Nicola Pelz, his wife. So the 22-year-old model and photographer has put to his rest and confirmed their preparation for his upcoming wedding with the Transformer Age of Extension actress are well underway. So we might be going to a wedding. Go look for any beautiful attire with beautiful appearance to rock Brooklyn's wedding. So on the way to cake testing at Brooklyn Beckham, the American actress remarked alongside a snapshot of her sweetheart and an elderly relatives dresses like Mexican sports celebrities and you know modeling celebrities photographers in this beautiful event that will be coming up so brooklyn is also you know uh Bajan chef previously revealed that oh my biggest dream is to open a british pub in my new home of los angeles so maybe if money are done getting married they can also open the pub and have fun there as well gal gadot is in the news today yesterday she said that she wished she could give birth every single week but today is far from it so gal gadot is shedding light on her role as cleopatra in the forthcoming film and speaking with InStyle magazine, the Red Notice shared her excitement ahead of becoming the historic queen of Egypt. So she said that I can't reveal a lot, but I can tell you that we are going to celebrate the Cleopatra story. So fans look forward to see Gal Gadot, the queen of Egypt, aka Gal Cleopatra. So she added that I have watched all the Cleopatra movies throughout history, but I feel like we are telling the story the world needs to hear now so she's saying that fans look forward to her impeccable cleopatra role coming up soon so john mayer will now be performing with the dead and company band at the playing in the sand festival after the singer tested positive for covid19 that is what variety is reporting today and i'm also telling you so the news was shared in an official statement on the band's instagram page that said that Today, just prior to leaving for Mexico, but her physician, John Mayer, tested positive for COVID-19. So, he's not attending. It's really bad. So, British celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay assured fans that he is not moving away from TV anytime soon. In fact, plans to do 30 more seasons of his hit reality show, Kale's Kitchen. I'm turning up at the kitchen for the show as well. So in a recent interview with the thrillers, the 55-year-old chef revealed that he doesn't plan on retiring, saying that you have not seen the end of me. Do not underestimate the power of an old man. So guys, look forward to the power of an old man on part of Gordon Ramsay. Away from Ramsay, Kim Kardashian, who is recently dated in Bahamas with a new bay. I'm talking of Pete Davidson. Give fans a glimpse at the couple's activity as she sure a sizzling bikini clad 
photo today. It's really, ooh, you will love it. So taken to Instagram, the American TV personality and socialist and our inspiring snap from her romantic Bahamas getaway displaying her famous curves in a tiny outfit. She captioned the photo, sweet, sweet fantasy bay. Oh my goodness, I'm loving it. So whatever, if you're supporting EA and Kim Kardashian, I'm so sorry. This would be very harsh and, you know, quite disheartening for you because she and Pete Davidson, they are rocking in romantic pool. So South Korean actress Hong Joon couldn't eat following the chaotic success of her next place quit game in September 2021. When I heard news news, I was quite shocked because even in Korea, when they are angry, food is their karma. When they are excited, food is their karma. So when she said she couldn't eat, I didn't understand. But the 27-year-old model ten actress shed lights on how her life changed in the aftermath of the mega hit show Squid Game. Yeah, she said, my entire life changed in just a month. The feeling that's a limit to what worse can experience. So John Ho played Kansin Byok in the Korean survival thriller that clocked Netflix's biggest series debut. Also lost eight pounds following the show's debut because she was so confused. She said, I don't know why but i couldn't eat i was so confused and it was so chaotic i didn't believe it i didn't trust it despite the blockbuster success of the show a second season is yet to be finalized and i know you were waiting for it i am waiting for it and we are all waiting for it because we can see the season two of squid game away from that singer and songwriter ed sheeran recently weighed in on his plans to bring Dorta Lyra along with his upcoming tour in the electric camper van. I'm, I'm looking forward to see Lyra as well. So Sharon made this submission while speaking to podcast host really guest on the Sunday sit down and he started off by admitting that he said we are going to try to do it on the train or take into the VW about an electric uh, camper van, I want to travel to every show with the electric as possible. And my daughter Laura is coming up. So fans, if you're looking forward to this particular event, you will not just see your favorite celebrity of talking of it, Sharon. You'll be seeing the sweet daughter as well. So turn up and enjoy the show and feel good. So Selena Gomez, yeah, she loves aging. So the 29-year-old song stretched about her love for growing up in a recent chat session with people. And she said that, I love growing up when I was young, I was scared of it and I thought by now my life will look so different. But now I like, wow, this is not what I, I, I expected. I couldn't be more thrilled. So she is saying that she's not fearing to hit 30. She's excited to grow up, grow up, become old grandmother. I'm just adding that to myself. She's saying that she doesn't mind growing up because she feels growing up is beautiful. So Korean. Pop band BTS today announced that it won't be flying off to the United States after Grammy Award ceremony postponement due to the Omicron surge. So in an official statement, the big hit music announced that, and I say, we were preparing to attend the Grammy Awards, but we stopped discussing it after hearing about the postponement of the award ceremony. So the battle hit makers were during up to grace the prestigious event, which was scheduled for 31st of January. But they are saying because of COVID-19, a postponement of the event, they are not turning up again. So away from the aftermath 
like certain stories outside we come straight to a country in Ghanaian reggae dancehall artist episode has narrated a dream he had on social media about the mother of sensational Nigerian act Burner Boy. The fire hit maker despite the current tension between the Ghanaian entertainment industry and the Nigerian entertainment industry after his colleague dancehall artist and talking of Shata Wale using appropriate words on Nigerian artists turned a deaf ear to the happening and went on to share his dream so episode mentioned that in his dream he met grammy award winner and nigerian actor burner boy and his mother and he continued by saying that the african giant's mom blessed and assured him as a successor of her son's music success so we are waiting for another big grammy award winner i'm talking of episode to be the predecessor you know of greatness I'm surprised about this one. This dream is really beautiful. We have to, we have to go, you know, consult one of the prophets in the country to explain, elaborate, you know, uh, clearly about this particular dream. So that's what episode is saying that he was blessed by Burner Boy's mom to be the best and you know uh, the successor of his son's music success so let's see that as well so american rapper chase the rapper has arrived in gh i'm talking of ghana and he has finally fulfilled his desire to be in the country after he shared a post in december wishing to be in ghana so away from december to january he is clearly officially live in ghana so in a video that has gone viral on social media american rapper and record producer yes jonathan bennett popularly known as chess the rapper was seen having a good time with ghanaian american artist vice mensa as he screams we are here so you know he's excited to be in ghana and ghana is the best place to be apart from having you know some year the standard of living apart from that i think it's really a peaceful and exciting place to be like before we wrap it up ghanaian actress regina latte known as akosia janelle has disclosed that most veteran actors fail to save at the peak of their career hands the constant need for support from the public yes yesterday i told you about they're right here on Entertainment Hub, where a queen mother was advising them to save for future. Today, the actress is also adding up to that. And according to her, she believes saving and investing for the future is very essential. And she doubts our veteran actors and musicians saved or invested in something profitable when they were young. So he's, she's saying that they should invest, they should save for future. So Pop Can, yes, Jamaican dancehall artist Pop Can has appealed to the government of Jamaica and uh, the government of Ghana under the leadership of Nanato Tankwa Ekufo to His Excellency to set up a direct flight from Jamaica to Ghana. Yes, he said, Happy New Year, everyone, to the government of Ghana and Jamaica. We need a straight flight from Jamaica to Ghana. Make it happen, please. Thanks in advance. So that's what Pop Khan is saying. So he wants to be in Ghana as Chase the rapper. So I also want to be in Ghana. That's why. I'll be coming to Ghana very soon. So thank you so much for joining me today on Entertainment Hub on Ghana Talks Radio. It's been exciting with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to it all the time and watching it on Facebook as well. My name is Sandra Asante. I'll see you tomorrow. But DJ Thomas in the studio to take you from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. only on Ghana Talks Radio.
Rock 的内容。